Welcome to This One Thing with Carrie Kenyon Dern. One verse, one truth, one choice. Carrie's sister Kim will be joining us on today's podcast. For those of you who don't know, Kim is completely paralyzed from ALS and she is unable to speak. She is joining us today through her iGaze computer, which is technology that allows her to look at words on her screen and the computer types out what she's looking at. And it is through this miracle of technology that she is joining us here today. Hello, and welcome once again to This One Thing. I'm Carrie Kenyon Dern, and I'm so grateful to have you joining me today. I'm also super grateful and excited to have my sister Kim back with us this week. Kim, thanks so much for being here. I just love talking about God's Word with you. If you joined us last week, you know that Kim and I were in Psalm 46, verse 1 together. And this week, we're going to be looking at Psalm 46, verse 10. Psalm 46, verse 10 says this, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. This is a pretty powerful proclamation that God is making about himself to us. And I think it's really important that we understand what this verse is saying to us in the Hebrew, in the original language. But before I jump into that, Kim, I want to talk a little bit about the context of our verse. I want to look at, like I said, the verse in the Hebrew, and then I want to hear from you about how you're applying this verse to your life today. So last week, I read Psalm 46, verses 1 through 6. So this week, I'd like to pick up in verse 7. I'm going to read verses 7 through 11, and then we're going to unpack this a little bit so that we can get our truth and our choice for this week. So Psalm 46 verse 7 says this, The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Come see the glorious works of the Lord. See how he brings destruction upon the world. He causes wars to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow. He snaps the spear and he burns the shields with fire. Now, here's our verse again. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. So the first thing that I'd like to do is remind all of us that last week, In this same chapter, in verses 1 through 6, it was talking about the earthquakes, the mountains crumbling into the sea. It was talking about natural disasters and the power of God shown through natural disasters, his sovereignty, his power over the nation. And it culminated in verse 6 by saying, God's voice thunders and the earth melts. So all of Psalm 46 1 through 6 that we looked at last week, 7 through 11 that we're looking at this week, kind of is highlighted for us. It's it's brought to an exclamation point in verse 10. In context, verse 10 is God saying to us, even when the world is falling apart around you, I need you to be still, know, recognize, understand and apply the truth that I am sovereign, that I am here, that I will be exalted through your life, even in the midst 
of everything falling apart around you. Now, this word still, be still and know that I am God. The word still is rafa in the Hebrew. And it doesn't mean to sit around and do nothing. It doesn't mean just sit around and meditate on God's word. Of course, it's a good thing to sit around and meditate on God's word, but that's not what this is saying to us in the Hebrew. The word still, rafa in the Hebrew, means to cease, let drop be weak or slacken, hang limp, sink down, withdraw, leave alone. So in the context of the wars, the carnage, the world fall, the world falling apart, it would mean God is saying to us through this word Rafa, stop fighting. Stop trying to do it yourself. I need you to surrender because I am the one who is fighting for you. I am the one who is going to bring peace to you, who is going to protect you, who is going to be your safe place. Rafa means acknowledge that I am the one fighting. I am the one that's in charge here. Now, the word know in this verse, be still and know that I am God, is yada in the Hebrew. And that means to fully comprehend or understand, know with absolute certainty who he is. So what this verse is saying to us as we unpack it in the Hebrew is surrender to me, God is saying, so that you can fully and truly know who I am. So Kim, I want to hear from you now, as you have meditated on Psalm 46 verse 10, what is the truth that is jumping out to you today? What, what is the impact this verse is having on your life as you are living with ALS? As many people would look at your life and say, you are living in an illustration of this psalm. There has been a war. There has been an earthquake. The mountains have crumbled. There has been chaos in your life through this disease. So how do you apply Psalm 46 verse 10 to your life today? Psalm 46 10 holds a special place in my heart. I was working in the infant room at Atlantic Christian School when I first started showing symptoms of what would later be defined as ALS. It quickly got to the point where it was no longer safe for me to serve in that capacity. The school administration was gracious to let me transition to a director's position so I could have more of a desk job. Psalm 4610 was the verse that I chose to put above my desk. I loved the verse, but even more so because of the verses that preceded it. The chapter is packed full of epic natural disasters and traumatic world events. After this frightening list we read, Be still and know that I am God. Be still, as in, relax, Stop trying. Instead, concentrate on the fact that I am God. Remember that I am bigger and master over everything listed in this chapter. I will rise over everything. So as I sat at my desk, and felt completely physically inept to do the task at hand, I would grin as I read, Be still. I would ultimately have to resign when I could no longer speak clearly or type on the computer. 
but the words on the wall above the desk remain imprinted on my mind and heart. Kim, I love that. That is such a powerful and very tangible example for us of what this passage is actually speaking to us, what God is trying to get through to us. There is a battle. There is a war. I mean, again, looking at the context of Psalm 46, he's not saying just hang out and do nothing and everything's going to be great. He's he's saying in the context of this passage, when there is chaos, when the nations are falling apart, when the world seems to be falling apart around you, and in your case, that would be represented by ALS, he's saying in the middle of that battle, in the middle of that war, recognize by being still that I am the one who is fighting for you. I am the one that always has and always will show up for you. So this is a mental discipline as I see it. It's not just spiritual strength that comes to us automatically because the enemy obviously wars against our mind like we talked about last week. It's easy to get discouraged or disillusioned when we know God can do something and for whatever reason, often we don't know the reason he chooses not to. You shared last week, it's easy to get disappointed when you recognize, hey God, you could heal me, but you're choosing not to. And God is saying, if you stay in this posture of being still, if you if you don't strive, if you cease striving and you allow yourself to be quieted before me, you are going to see, even if I don't do exactly what you think I should do, that I am fighting for you. And Kim, as you were sharing your day two of your book, which is a, is a blog that is now in your book, you wrote on January 9th, 2016. So this was one of your earliest blogs and it's called Mastermind. And it's one of my favorites because it helps us to really understand the choice that we're going to be getting to in just a moment that we need to be making from this verse. So I'd like to read day two of your book, which is called Mastermind. It says this, growing up, I love to play the game Mastermind. The premise of the game is to figure out the colors and the correct sequence of four pegs that your opponent has selected at the start of the game. You must cipher the code by process of elimination within 12 attempts. Needless to say, this game requires ultimate levels of concentration and focus. Every day, I play a virtual game of Mastermind. God has assigned my role. I live with ALS. My version of the disease has disabled all of my muscles from my mouth on down to my feet. The only thing that I can control is my mind. Daily, I must choose what I will concentrate on. The Bible maps out a perfect strategy for me to win. The game is hard, but God has given me what I need to master my mind. Kim, you then share Philippians 4, 6 through 8, and then you say this, I can only effectively think about one thing at a time. My prayer is that I will focus on how big God is and concentrate on his steadfast love. And then you ask the question, what is the master of your mind? And that is exactly what we're talking about here in Psalm 46, verse 10. The war is promised. The battle is promised. 
He's not saying, I'm going to protect you from hardship. I'm going to protect you from disease. I'm going to protect you from difficulty. He's saying when that happens in your life, that battle, that war, that difficulty, if you will quiet yourself, if you will be still before me, if you will lay it down, leave it alone, if you will cease slacken your grip on that control in your life, you will come to truly and fully know me as the God who fights for you. And I love your example, Kim, because from what you shared today, and also as I've read this blog from your book, it's a choice. It's this choice that we're making to not strive, to not go into power and control and to try to figure out everything in our life that is difficult and make it better, but to stop and say, God, I acknowledge in this moment that you are present, that you are fighting for me. I surrender to you, God. I surrender to your power. I surrender to your authority. I recognize my need for you. And I need you to fight for me. And I thank you for fighting for me in this moment. So Kim, I want you to please go ahead and articulate. I've already started to go down that pathway. Would you please go ahead and articulate for our listeners the choice that you encourage them to make this week as they reflect on Psalm 4610? Unlike me, you may have your physical health, but that doesn't mean you have peace. We are all vulnerable no matter if we have insurance, weapons, popularity, security systems, or wealth. Actually, the more we try to protect ourselves, we often anxiously realize we're truly helpless. When I was in college, Larnell Harris came to my school to give a concert. One of his songs, Strength of the Lord, impacted me. The chorus is, it's not in trying, but in trusting. It's not in running, but in resting. Not in wondering, but in praying. That we find the strength of the Lord. May we accept God's challenge, and choose to be still, and know that He is God. Absolutely. Yes. First of all, Kim, thank you for that reminder that we all have an area of dependency on the Lord. I love it that you said we're all vulnerable. And I love how that ties in here to Psalm 46 again. That is what the the psalmist is trying to get through to us. The world is a treacherous, dangerous, chaotic place. And it's in that surrender, it's in that place of saying, God, there is a war, there is a battle around me, acknowledging it, first of all, being honest about it, and then saying, I cannot fight this battle. I need you to fight this battle for me. And God, it's in that place of surrendering, saying, I'm not fighting this, God, you are, that I get to really, truly know him. And Kim, you are such a powerful example of what the psalmist is speaking to us in this entire psalm, but specifically the heart of God for us in verse 10. What he wants us to learn is not how to fight smarter or tougher 
or to be more prepared or to be more of an expert in guarding our hearts from the things that would come and cause us discomfort. He's saying, I want you to become experts in knowing me through your adversity, through saying, yes, I have an area of need. There is a war in my life. You know, the picture again of the earthquakes crumbling into the sea and the world melting like wax. God is saying, I am the one that stands in the middle of that fire, that flame, that wave. And I am fighting for you and I'm going to protect you, but I need you to stop. I need you to cease. I need you to, the picture in the Hebrew, lessen the grip. Let it go limp. Let it fall out of your hands so that you can see me intervene and you can fully know me. You can fully yada me from the Hebrew. And I love that you made the choice so clear for us as well. We are either choosing to trust him, choosing to be still, or we are fighting the battle on our own. And we all know that that just ends up in one place. That ends up in a place of exhaustion when we think we're fighting, when we think that we can win a war in this world around us. God is saying, be still and know that I am God. And I love how this is a picture that transports us right back to Matthew chapter 11, when Jesus is saying in verses 28 through 30, come to me, you're weary, you're carrying heavy burdens. Learn of me, I am humble and gentle, and you will find rest for your soul. That's the same picture that I'm getting here as you share this choice, Kim. There is There is a burden, just like Jesus is saying in Matthew 11, there is a war, just like the Father is speaking to us in Psalm 46, but we can choose to be at peace, we can choose to be still, we can choose to receive rest when we remember who he is. Kim, thank you so much for your example. Thank you so much for being here with us to share your wisdom. I can't wait to have you back again very, very soon. Listener, if you would like to get a copy of Kim's book, I read from it today. It's actually a compilation of 40 different devotionals. They were all originally blogs and they were compiled together to make a book called Rise Up and Walk. You can get a copy of Kim's book at timeinthedesert.com. I'd like to pray, and I do want to mention that next week I've invited my dear friend Crystal right back. We're going to be in Psalm 90, verse 14 next week. So if you want to go ahead and start meditating on all of Psalm 90, you will be prepared to join us as we look at verse 14 next week. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you that you are our strong, safe tower. You are our refuge from the chaos and the storms of life. I thank you that it's when we are still, when we surrender, when we choose to lay down the burden to cease striving, that we can truly get to know who you are, that we can experience you as the God who fights for us. And it is in that place of surrender and truly and fully getting to know you that you are exalted in the nations, in the earth, but also in our lives today. I thank you for Kimmy's life. I thank you for using Kim to show us how you desire to exalt yourself through all of our lives, 
even and especially in the midst of very difficult circumstances. I pray that we would be men and women that trust you, that choose to be still, that choose to surrender like Kim does, so that we can be made more like your son, Jesus Christ, here in this world, and we can glorify you, Father, not just today, but through our lives for all of eternity. And it is in the powerful powerful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for This One Thing with Carrie Kenyon Dern. Find all our episodes by clicking the podcast link located on our website at fetterfree.org.